0: Hi, this is Mike Madura, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast.
1: Z. And
2: it's
1: Messi!
3: It is the cleanest of clean finishes, and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories.
0: Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021 the biggest interviews that uh, such a great spectacle is run by such such staggish behavior and all the analysis
1: right here he's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on
0: every weekday it's my sport it's your sport it's ZFM Sport let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo my station your station
4: the FM Sport on a Friday, and it is my distinct pleasure to remind you that the international break is over. Yes. <laughs> Our producer is Sean Tafirinika, and he's named a different lineup for tonight's fixture. Barry and Mike. On the bench in the studio tonight, we've got Simba Fupa Jena, Alois Bunjira. My name is Chris Midzi. On the home front tonight, action on match day 29 of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League kicked off this afternoon, but the headlining fixture will be at Barberfields, where Highlanders will be hoping to finally end their eight year winless streak against FC Platinum. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from Australia, Singapore, and the United States. Second half of the show, like I said, International break is over and the big leagues are back. The Premier League returns following that international break with a blockbuster North London derby tomorrow afternoon as Arsenal play host to Tottenham Hotspur at the Emirates. And then on Sunday, it'll be the return of the Manchester derby at the Etihad. In Italy, potential Scudetto rivals Inter Milan and Roma meet tomorrow night as they resume their Serie A campaigns with a heavyweight encounter at the San Siro. And in the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich will seek to get back to winning ways when they take on Bayer Leverkusen at the Allianz Arena tonight.
0: Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport Z.
3: The home front local
0: sports news and analysis. Let's start with that local sports news roundup, starting with cricket, where the Pro 50 Championship will get Zimbabwe's cricket 2022-2023 domestic season underway this weekend. In the opening matches of the men's provincial one-day competition, Eagles will host the Tuskers at Old Dalarian Sports Club, while Southern Rocks will take on Rhinos at Mashingo Sports Club tomorrow. The same sides will face each other again at the same venue on Monday, The Mountaineers will also start the defence of their Pro 50 Championship title next Friday when they visit Rhinos at at Quaker Sports Club, with the other two teams completing uh, their back-to-back fixtures on the following Monday. Across to swimming, Blahwayo Amateur Swimming Association is set to host its second swimming gala at the Blahwayo Municipality Swimming Pool as they prepare for regional competitions. The event like the first one will be held under the floodlights at the city's ceremonial home of swimming and will have swimmers from five different teams. The teams are the Penguins Club, School of Swimming, Stingrays Swimming Academy, the Swimming Academy and affiliated Crusaders, uh, swimmers in bodybuilding after doing well by scooping the gold medal in the Men's Fitness Open at the Mesamfakose Bodybuilding Contest a few weeks ago. Bodybuilder Francois Nyashanu has since shifted focus to the Marume Classic set for tomorrow at Zimbabwe College of Music. The 31-year-old bulawayo based athlete managed to beat more than seven contestants at the last contest held at Rutendo Hall last month. Nyashanu is now targeting the National Federation of Zimbabwe bodybuilding and fitness event that would earn athletes the right to contest at the national championships. And no, we're not going to get into a debate about whether bodybuilding is actually a sport. <laughs> and just a quick one here, the Harare Rugby Province is going to be presenting the Paramount garment Sevens Tournament tomorrow at Harare Sports Club. So if you want to watch some rugby action, Harare Sports Club is the place to be. The men's teams, Harare Sports Club, Mabuku, Police Defenders, Harare Select, or Georgians. Zimbabwe. Zimburu, Northern Chiefs, Glenwood Stars, Odararians, Pitbulls, University of Zimbabwe and Air Force. And then the women's teams that are going to be taking part are Glenwood Stars, Harare Sports Club, um, Heathcliff, Old Georgians, Pitbulls, Police Defenders, University of, uh, Zimb- uh, of Zimbabwe and the Zimburu. So it's nice to see that all these men's teams also have the ladies' sides on their roster.
3: Hi, my name is Rooney Shamba, my furious super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together
4: on ZFM Sport. Let's get into the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. But first, a message has just caught my eye. Our WhatsApp number zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. 0731 168045. This message is from DJ Bongs. He simply says, Can't wait to enjoy the matches this weekend, provided there's electricity. And the action is back, but your electricity might not be.
2: Go to where they got generator, my brother.
4: Highlanders will be hoping to finally end their eight year winless streak against FC Platinum when the two teams clash at Barberfields on Sunday afternoon. The last meeting between the two clubs was an ill-fated tie in April at Mandava Stadium, which is abandoned with FC Platinum leading 1-0. The match was later awarded to the home side on a 3-0 scoreline after the Boso fans were found guilty of pitch invasion when protesting a penalty decision to the hosts. While Pride will be at stake for Boso as they hunt for a top-four finish, FC Platinum will be out to cement their top position on the way to a fourth Get this fourth consecutive league title under coach Norman Mapeza. Boso coach Jose Brito, who took over Highlanders midway in the season, says his team is targeting a top four finish as they build a team that could challenge for the league title next season.
1: Deve o seu melhor e jogar vários jogos eh nesse processo que nós pensamos e que vamos continuar. Till the end of the season, everyone, we uh,
2: uh of course we go to every game with the expectations of winning every game. And this makes part of the process too because if you don't have character, if you don't have the the, the wishing inside of you for winning the game, you can't belong to Islanders as a player. So even as a process doesn't make any sense if we say to yours we are doing a process and from this season to the next season we change 20 players this is not a process so from this season to the next season we'll change two three players which ones that we think can make a update in our team to be better we'll play who we'll fights who we'll train well who we'll who goes to the games with the spirit that the Sub- Islander supporters like and try to conquer the three points in every game? See.
4: Sims, some good things coming out of Jose Brito there. First of all That there's targets in place First targets That they want to complete A top full finish And if you're aiming To complete a top full finish One of those teams That shows us That you're on a different trajectory Is obviously competing And beating FC Plat
3: Absolutely I guess the old adage is That you can only beat The team that i put in front of you This one is a heavyweight team <laughs> yeah. That has been put in front of you um, Going into it Form wise okay. Both teams I think in the last five uh, Encounters That they've faced Different opposition Are unbeaten So Highlanders would definitely be fancying their chances. I like the fighting talk that's coming out of uh, the Bosso camp, also considering that they're also, I think, unbeaten in Papafield since Brito took over. Mm -hmm. So he's got every right to be feeling sort of uh, that way. They've got the momentum in their favour. But also on the other end when Norman Mapeza has the bit between his teeth and he's gunning for that finishing line, it becomes a really different story. But if they are to take any sort of points from this, I think with what he was also mentioning in terms of building for the future, Mm -hmm. this then sets them in good stead even for next season in terms of building
4: blocks. So when you talk about those building blocks, he talks about the fact that there has to be continuity. That from this season to the next season, if they have those hopes and aspirations of taking the league there needs to be consistency that's in terms of the players as well and he, it's good that he mentions that because I think at Highlanders there's been a lot of inconsistency since the last time that they won against FC Platinum which is 8 years ago they've had several coaches Calvin Kayindu uh, Bongani Mafu Errol Akbai, Aminisoma Piri, Madinda Antlovu Peter De Jong Mandlampofu most recently and here's someone who's talking about continuity which is what Highlanders need what for you would be the most important thing Going into this match Talking about that continuity For the players And also mentality as they finish the season
2: Yeah, I, I, I think the most the most important thing Is uh, is what, Sim, what Simba said uh, About uh, beating FC Platinum You know, they've got ambitions To win the league last, mm-hmm. uh, next season And uh, here is the champions in waiting That they are playing against So already they are gauging themselves Obviously if, if they, they, they don't win they can give a good account of themselves yeah. in this game, knowing that we will beef up a little bit next year, not changing 20 players. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> it. They're not going to be changing 20 players. So already we have been told that they are on a good trajectory and they are not going to be changing much. They are plugging in gaps. I said it the other day. that That's what... It, a team like Highlanders, Dynamics, Capes United, top teams in the league mm-hmm. should do. They only need to groom a few players, plug in the holes and keep, keep on going, continuing. You need to build a culture at a club. You cannot break. By about signing 15, 20 players in, in, one, <laughs> in one off-season window and say, we did well in the transfer market. That's uh, that's uh, that's atrocious for me. I don't understand how, how a top-flight team can do that. So here is a professional coach. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know where he's coming from. He's already giving us something. That's why I've always said we need coaches like this mm-hmm. in our league. Not just him. We want more. We want maybe three, four more to come into our league. They bring something. Now we are, we are learning from him you know it's something that you can actually no you need to continue it you need to build your team slowly mm. don't expect results very early uh, bring in youngsters you always need energy and he has done that he has mixing experience mm, with energy 90, and yeah. you can actually feel that highlanders i've said it highlanders next season he is echoing my sentiments as well that they are targeting next season mm. and i believe i believe I'm, i don't support the highlanders i'm a football <laughs> fan i believe highlanders
4: I'll put my money on Highlanders for next season. So under Brito, Highlanders have played 11 games, winning six, four draws and they've lost one. So they've come from basically the relegation zone, Sean. Yeah. And Mm. they're now gunning for a top-four finish. But what would you say is a chink in the armour that might just either expose them or be to their detriment going into this match against FC Plano? I guess at the moment,
0: sometimes it just has to do with a lack of concentration that sometimes sips in Mm -hmm. when you have a new coach who's trying to impart his new instructions. But um, this hasn't really happened in the league so far, but it happened of course in the Chibuku Super Cup. And uh, Simba mentioned it earlier that in terms of form at the moment, right now Highlanders and 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 FC Platinum They are the two Form teams Highlanders scoring Nine goals And conceding five times And if you take a look At that same period FC Platinum Have scored six times And have have only Conceded once So they're also finding in the back Of the net as well And um, I, I guess Right now just those uh, discrepancies where sometimes the team can be found wanting tactically. Mm-hmm. They they are not playing the entire ninety minutes. They do have uh, dips in concentration here and there. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, the signs look positive. And it's always we always talk about it. When you take a look at a team, the progress doesn't start when the new season begins. Yeah, it's yeah, always. Yeah. Um, indicative from the previous season and I think this is this this is the the season that is forming the foundation of what should be a really good season for Highlanders next year my only hope is that the management doesn't do any trigger happy things, <laughs> and then you know disrupt this project because yeah. the signs are definitely looking good for Highlanders.
4: And that number again: 0731-168-045. But there is another team on the other side of this card that's FC Platinum. Let's also get the pre-match thoughts of the FC Platinum coach, Norman Mapesa. Look, we
0: don't want we don't want violence. At the end of the day, that's what we really don't want to see in our football. You know, let, let the best team of the day wins. You know, for us, we'll just go there and play our normal game. We don't have to change because uh, goes of, of, of maybe our position and whatsoever. We just need to go there and play our normal game, like what they've been doing in, other, in, in, in all the matches they've been playing. You know, each and every game demands a certain certain way of, of, of maybe certain stuff of, of football. But for us, we will never change. We'll keep playing our normal game. Then we'll see what happens come, come Sunday, end of the day. See.
4: Simba, they've won it 2017, 18, 19 Before COVID Mm -hmm. and after COVID Mm -hmm. They continue to win The Castle Lager Premier Soccer League It's a matter of time Before they win this title as well And I love what Norman Mapiza is saying In terms of We don't change who we are Mm -hmm. I think the signature with FC Platinum Has been FC Platinum has a way That they play Mm -hmm. They're now coming up against A Highlanders That now also has a way that they play. Where is this match won for you?
3: I think in defense. Mm. In defense, and I think where, when Sean was rattling off the statistics, what came out is that in these previous five, I think it's what? Conceded once? FC Platinum? Yeah. That for me is the telling thing because you're going away from home. Mm-hmm. And with the cushion that they've got in the league, they're not necessarily needing to win
4: this particular match. Yes.
3: Avoid defeat. They still, you know, all these teams behind them uh, Dynamos and. Uh, uh, chicken in still need to really put on like an almost perfect um, run in to you know be in with a shout. So the pressure is less on him. And when he's when he says it sounds, sounds contradictory when he starts to say each team demands a certain style of um, um, attacking it or whatever. But we and are we FC Platinum. Have. We don't because over those four five years they haven't had any particular team that has bothered them consistently enough yeah. for them to warrant to change anything. Mm-hmm. The other teams have been trying to figure out and they've been changing coaches, but He's stuck to his guns. It's a style of play that even at the beginning of the season where I think it was Dynamo's that yeah. was heading, and he had some really choice words. <laughs> and now, unfortunately for Dynamo's, he's now being proven, right, that his methods so far are, 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 are proving to be okay. But it's the first time, I believe, he'll be in the league facing Brito. Yes. I'm wondering if Brito stays for another two or so seasons, could this then become a sort of rival that maybe causes them to adjust once in a while? But if Brito is not knocking on that door, then yeah. I can come in, take a draw, and just move on.
0: And generally, I, I, I don't, I don't want to use the word rivalry, but it almost has that feel to it, especially given mm. the Zeshava-Niblawa, your divide. And mm-hmm. Highlanders, over the few years, has been that team that is, actually cause some trouble for FC platinum I know that they haven't won yes but they actually play they I don't think they are really hampered but that um, psychological edge that FC platinum seems to come to game with mm. where teams just naturally then want to fall back because it's like we're it's playing FC platinum. FC platinum Highlanders play more fearlessly against um, FC platinum and I think that only stays them in, uh, that, that only puts them in good state so if they do that with their new approach the new structure that, 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 that they have and the free f- flowing football they're playing now I think they have a legitimate chance here of uh, taking all three points against FC Platinum at Babafield.
2: You see, uh, the danger that Highlanders is now posing to the rest of the uh, Premier Soccer League uh, teams, especially from next year, I actually think that teams need to be very, very uh, afraid of Highlanders. Why? Because Highlanders are back to taking over Blauayo. Matebeleland. Yeah. They are now the most attractive team exactly. in Blauayo. Again, that's what they used to do. That's how they used to win. The best talent in Matebeleland <clears throat> wanted to play for Highlanders. Now they are feeling this. The fans are feeling the stadium. There is The Aura, The Blauayo is now buzzing because of Highlanders. Now every youngster wants to play for Highlanders so they can just pick. Cherry pick. Mm. The, the, the best players in Blauayo. Go, 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 they've got the money now. Chikening cannot cannot boss now. chicken are <laughs> winning. <laughs> They're taking the players because they have the money. So now Highlanders have got the money and they've got the attraction yep. and they've got everything that, that is going for them. So I'm telling you, Highlanders are going to be very, very dangerous. I see the golden days in Blauai, Chilamoya, back.
4: Your WhatsApps are coming through. This one says, it's from Tawanda and Kwadzana. He says, Alois, I think FC Platinum has set the consistent bar so high that I don't think any team can challenge them right now. Maybe at least after Mapeza leaves. When (laughs) Mapeza leaves, that's when and only when we can judge how good their system is is. The system belongs to the coach, no?
2: Yeah, the system belongs to the coach. But uh, I still, I still, I still think that uh, Nomar no is a very good coach. Mm-hmm. FC Platinum, they've done their business very well. You know, I think they got it right when they they changed uh, their personnel, when they got rid of the uh, the older guys mm-hmm. and brought in. I think the timing was so perfect. Mm. The other teams didn't get the trick. I I still believe that the teams that are playing against FC Platinum have not gotten the trick. They need to find structures that can actually, that's what Highlanders is now doing. doing yep. Highlanders mm-hmm. is going back there. That's why Highlanders can now challenge because they've gone back to the roots where they know. Imagine if Caps United were going back to their roots Glenora, gl- taking all the talent in mm-hmm. Glenora, Highfield and all is theirs. And they are. If they were doing that, was doing all the Mbari thing. But they're not doing it. They're just going all over the place.
4: <laughs> Another message comes from Wayne from Mutare. Bosoyaka nofa 2-1. pure platinum play. And that is going to be an incredible victory going out <laughs> to Barberfields, which is a very different place to go. Uh, let's jump into the next match. But just before that, there was a match played today. Uh, first match of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League this weekend. Tenex was taking on Yada and they won 1-2 nil great win for 10x as they are sitting in a very uncomfortable Log position. Let's get to the next one. <laughs> Cabs United fans anxious about the team's future and the possibility of relegation looming large. Coach Lloyd Chitemwe insists that his side are, is in control of its destiny as he seeks to end a four match winless streak when they face Triangle on Sunday. Last week, Chitemwe endured a welter of criticism after the green machine failed to win for the fourth time in a row. Incredibly uncomfortable situation. Sims that Caps United finds themselves in. Caps United is one of the biggest teams, one of the most successful teams in our league, but unfortunately they're teetering just above the relegation zone and hoping that the teams below them Manage to get their win So that they stay in the Premier Soccer League This is an incredibly problematic situation And I know fans are angry with Lloyd Chitembwe, But this doesn't solely rest on his shoulders
3: No, no, no I think he's actually been put in a position Where he's having to play a buffer Between the fans <laughs> Between the players And mm. between the owners and management of the club Yeah. So he's the one that at the end of the the match is having to field friendly fire sometimes with the fans directly. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen the footage. Sometimes you've got Charlie Jones there. At least they're putting on a sort of united front. But the fact of the matter is we live and die on whatever results he being being putting in place. But it's difficult to then paint, like you're saying, everything on him if he's having to motivate during the week players that have not been paid, yeah. that are uncertain about their future and things like that. So maybe Kudos should actually come to him for actually managing in these difficult circumstances when he doesn't really have much sway in terms of how the rest of those inputting um, measures are being um, put in place for him. So, difficult times for him. But in terms of, I think there's an element of sensationalism. I do get the fact that it's Caps United, that is also in unfamiliar territory. Mm. But it's a six-point buffer. Out of 10x... And the two city council teams (laughs) that are in that relegation zone, which of those three realistically are we saying, yes, the run-in is probably harder for Caps United, but they also have the pedigree to maybe better do it? Of those three teams, which ones are we looking at and thinking they've got a better chance of actually playing out? clawing that six points mm-hmm. and maybe based on goal difference even overcoming it. So I think right now it's just a banner of if they match the results of those three teams below them, mm-hmm. they're safe. And with each passing week, the gap for those ones to actually catch up actually gets narrower.
4: So Loichi earlier said that his team is going to approach this triangle match with aggression and they want to collect maximum points. Alois, this is a triangle side that's high on confidence when they met earlier in the season. Triangle managed to get that win is this the correct approach or should Lloyd Chitembe be looking more to just ensure that they defend well enough and potentially just pick up the single point?
2: Yeah, uh, I, I, th- I think uh, what he said is what he, he's supposed to be saying in every match. They, they need to be aggressive and, and want to collect points <laughs> for, for, for every match. So they should be going in the next match doing exactly that. Uh, but uh, but I, I still believe that these are anxious moments uh, mm. for Caps for, for United. You know, as much as Simba said, that th- only three teams cannot catch them. But there's Tenex. Tenex are only mm. three points behind them, and, they and they've, got, they've got one. Yeah, yeah they've got what? one game less. Remember, they've got one game less. So if they win their game in hand, they're tied on points. So it's 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 it's, it's, it's not looking good. And there's also ZPC Kariba They they're fighting uh, with ZPC Kariba. But So it's those three teams. One of them might sink yeah. out of out of the three, and it's it's it's. Uh, it's crazy out there. And yeah. And the, for Caps for United to be in this situation, it's not good. And the because thing with
0: Tennis that Tennis has two straight wins now and they exactly. look like they've turned the momentum. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's it's not right. They've been there before. Caps United have been there before. They want survived with, the,
0: with all
3: the oh, don't don't all them. Oh, don't remind us. And
2: Caps and, and United <laughs> fans know exactly how it feels and they don't want to get there. They pray maybe if they win against um, against Triangle, it's a breather. Yeah. You know, yes. I, I I hope that they go all out for this yeah. win because
0: that three, those three points are going. To even go if a you're not a Caps United getting, fan, just yeah, seeing Caps United in this position is very uncomfortable. It's awkward. <laughs> awkward.
3: <laughs> I get that. I think where the bigger fear is is that if heaven forbid the worst happens, it's then not managed well enough for us to then be cocky enough to say they'll bounce back based on that. Yes, it yeah. could then just be. The absolute shambles And everything then goes
0: Especially if it goes down To the last Let's say two Or the last game You don't season. Because you don't we've, to, be we've seen The nerves it.
3: that have happened When exactly. we were actually In a winning position Needing a win On the last one To win the league mm-hmm. Failed it and bottled it
2: You, you see um, uh, some, some of it For me I, I, don't, want, I don't want I'm not a Kip's united fan mm. I don't want them to go down But uh, somehow Somewhere I think there's some blessing in disguise that is happening for for them to be in that situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like a wake-up call. You guys, because it hasn't been managed football well. needs to be managed well. Yeah. Mm. Football clubs need to be run well. Mm. Football need, football clubs need to have the right structures yes. that are aimed for success. You don't just shoot in the dark and just aim. Sometimes you shoot, you do, you do get hit the target, but it's not sustainable. Yeah. We want our clubs to be run the correct way. That I don't want to go back and change keep saying the olden ways. No, the the way the others are doing it professionally in in the other side of the world. Let's do things properly. So they are in there. They, they it's a wake-up call. I'm happy that they are in there. They must survive, but it must be a lesson.
4: <laughs> Let's give you the rest of your Castle Lager. Premier Soccer League match day 29 fixtures. Black Rhinos takes on Harare City at Vengere Stadium. Gezi Platinum Stars will be up against ZPC Kariba at the Baobab. Herentals College versus Cranbourne Bullets. That's at the National Sports Stadium. Bulawayo City versus Chicken Inn at Barber Fields. Wawa takes on Bulawayo at Ascot. And those are all your matches tomorrow. On Sunday, Highlanders takes on FC Platinum at Barber Fields. It's going to be a packed stadium tomorrow. That's at 3 p.m. Manika Diamonds versus Dynamos at Sakuba Stadium. And Caps United playing for their lives at the National Sports Stadium. On Sunday Hi, this is Alexandra Maseko And I'm the National Basketball Team Captain And you're listening to ZFM Sports
3: See
1: around the world in 60 seconds International Sports News
4: We tip off in Australia where Team USA booked their spot in the FIBA Women's Basketball World Cup Final with a convincing 83-43 to win over Canada this morning. Brianna Stewart led the charge with 17 points, 8 rebounds and 3 assists while Aja Wilson added 15 points and 12 rebounds. Team USA will take on China who beats the host Australia 61-59 to in a thrilling semi-final in Sydney. In Singapore, Max Verstappen said he would need a dose of luck to wrap up a second successful Formula One title in Sunday's Singapore Grand Prix with the Red Bull racer feeling next week's race in Japan offered him a more realistic championship slot. The Dutchman who turned 25 today is 116 points. Imagine that. Clear of Ferrari rival Charles Leclerc and 125 ahead of Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez. He will be crowned champion in Singapore if he can leave with at least a 138 point margin to his closest challenger With only five races left after Sunday's floodlit marina-based spectacular sims We have been seeing a resurgence in Formula 1 We've been seeing a lot more excitement, we saw it last season But if Max is making another charge to the finish line And it doesn't really look like anybody else is really coming to the party A hundred and twenty-five point gap, a hundred and sixteen point gap Those are huge gaps, last season was a point on the final day this takes a little something away from the spectacular that is Formula 1. I
3: think it will be justified be seen as a blip. Uh-huh. Because like you said Last season Right down to A few corners And just yes, won't go back Into that Because <laughs> BPs May start to rise <laughs> But when you look At this one A lot of bungling From Ferrari mm-hmm. Has actually caused This to be What it is When you look at How many podiums Ferrari actually have It shows you That there's something About the team It's just on the race day That things are being Messed up And then you also Look at the resurgence um, of, Ma- of Lewis Hamilton And his team So for argument's sake next season should have at least those three actually pitting it out and we haven't had that for the longest time mm-hmm. when lewis was stringing the similar sort of things maybe not 116 with maybe five or so uh grand pieces to go that didn't even look you couldn't even look at any other team and think yeah. they would always wrap up the constructors as soon as the, he's wrapped up <laughs> the, the title so that for me was boy the new structure is actually a lot more exciting plus more races coming in in the next calendar year, so I think the opportunity for him to do this, this is the once-off. I don't think it's going to be maintained like this.
4: And also in the United States where Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Viola sustained a neck and head injuries and was stretched off the field during their 27-15 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals early this morning. Viola was sacked by the Bengals defensive end Josh Tupu with about six minutes left in the first half. He remained motionless on the ground for seven minutes in hugely concerning scenes before being carted off the field headlining game week four of the nfl we'll see tom brady and the tampa bay Buccaneers visit arrowhead stadium to take on patrick mahomes and the kansas city chiefs
3: fan zone get in touch with the team and have your say your way
4: operator 0731 168045 or if you're on the socials at ZFM Sport. This first message, hey guys, you're the best. It's Ruben from Kwabulawayo. Sunday blockbuster match at BF ibo So we'll win the match you guys uh 2-1 that's real from Bulawayo. it's a it's a similar score lines coming out yeah similar score lines it's all pretty close Yep. <laughs> uh this one Elboka in yazura hansi i have a question for alois what are your thoughts on bringing in foreign football administrators ah, as well i agree oh,
2: oh. Oh. I agree. I, 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 I agree with that. Uh, we, need, uh, we need some clubs to, to bring in uh, for a foreign CEO. You know, South Africa once did it. You know, they, they brought a, a CEO from uh, from England. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one who who put all the basics, uh, the, the, the the foundation for the Premier Soccer League that we see yeah. today. Mm-hmm. You know, he did so well. He just came and said, I'm going to do this for five years. I'll set you up, guys. And, and he brought in his team, and they did that. And the South Africans were, were supporting him. The president was South African and mm-hmm. everybody, but the CEO was from England. And he did exactly that. Look at the South African premiership. Now they they, they 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 are they are. local Is it okay? Is Is okay? Import skills, the talent yeah. yeah Import talent import skills so that we can learn that's why I was talking about Brito we need even here yeah, a few administrators here and there so that mm. we can learn but not just a foreigner just from we, with a track record <laughs> yeah you know where we can actually track that yes. he did ABC so we can learn from them
4: good evening sports team you are the best wow guys you guys are really Ooh. trying to gas us up today <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the in Wodirido. he says Manchester Derby my prediction man Manchester City 2 Man U 1 That's that's an interesting scoreline And considering where the game Is being played since it might just be
0: Yeah true and I think
3: right now with how Both teams have been faring um, There are Quite a few members of the Manchester United contingent that would probably Take that it's almost damage Limitation compared to what Other sides are actually um, Looking at they've started pitting uh Martinez and Haaland <laughs> yeah. the different statures and things like that. Mm. But if it ends up being that close and the performance is actually something that Tenha can build on, I think that would be something that would be yeah, acceptable, although we don't want the defeat.
4: No miss no name on this message, but it says Muswe Sunday church service, Haaland <laughs> yes. hat trick. Yes. Manchester up. City three, <laughs> man United one. Manchester United fans, where are you? Because I'm all here. I'm seeing hmm. Is score lines that favor Manchester City. United fans are so not, not coming to the party <laughs> here at all. Um message here, no name again. Oh no, it's from Parker. Personally, I feel that the NLD is better than Manchester. You, the, the Manchester Derby, that's the North London Derby. Arsenal and Spurs absolutely hate each other. Whilst last mm. season, some United fans mm. actually wanted us to win the Premier League. Sean, your thoughts on mm. that one?
0: Mm, let's talk about it in the beautiful game. <laughs> <laughs> well said.
3: Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. <laughs> it's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams, the big players,
0: the beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Alright, time for the beautiful game Let's get straight to it We start with the North London Derby And then we'll give you the rest of the fixtures So the Premier League returns Following the international break With the blockbuster North London Derby tomorrow afternoon As Arsenal play host to Tottenham Hotspur at the Emirates And then on Sunday it'll be the turn of the Manchester Derby Now Arsenal, they sit on top of the table Unexpectedly after their strong start And while unbeaten, Tottenham are just one point behind in the third place and um, before we discuss it among ourselves here let's hear from both managers Arsenal's Mikel Ateta and Antonio Conte but we'll start by hearing from Antonio Conte and then we'll hear from Mikel Ateta
1: At eight games that we are going to play uh, we have just started this, uh, this league for sure Arsenal uh, had a fantastic start uh, they lost only one game I guess uh, against United and then uh, um they are showing to be a really, really good team. I think uh, that in the summer uh, they they made a good sign for them and improved the, the team. That uh, Don't forget last season, in the last three games, they were uh, four points up than us. It means that we are talking about a really, a really good team, that in the last season we did uh, a really good job to overcome them in the last three games. Um, but at the same time uh, I know I know the, uh, the quality of this team. I know that uh, they are working with uh, with Arteta for uh, for many years. Um, they are really well uh, organized The journey that they had since Antonio joined as well and, and how things um, change and um, and the team that is building and a very clear identity that they have in the way of playing obviously it's, um, it's really impressive so. We know that I think both teams expect a, a really tough match tomorrow. I mean, it's all about emotion and um, and just willingness to, to get to that moment and, and have enjoyment. It's the nicest game of the season, uh, by a mile, uh, for what it means to our supporters, uh, for the history of it. And uh, now as well, because looking at the table and where we both think wants to be, uh, becomes a really important match. So I think the world is excitement. Z.
0: Right, so the North London Derby at the Emirates Stadium. Simba, just recently at the Emirates Stadium. Spurs haven't won there since 2010. And just the fixture (laughs) in general, the home side seems to win. Will it be the same this time around?
3: The home side seems to win and Harry Kane always scores. That's pretty much the summation of it. (laughs) Um, I think there's a big chance for Spurs because of Kane's form and also what... um, Son did in the previous uh, matches although we are not quite sure how the international break may have hampered some of the momentum but just to answer the question that had been posed in the fan zone in terms of whether this particular derby is bigger than the Manchester derby, I would say situationally right now, yes <laughs> <laughs> One, because is three. yeah, situationally right now because you've got the team that's at the top and the team that's in the top four so you want to see that mm-hmm. in terms of the form and you know momentum, but in terms of pedigree even when David Moyes was at <laughs> at Manchester United and we were atrocious people still tuned in to watch that so from that angle that pedigree seems to always make manchester united relevant even on its woeful so for that reason i think that's what just keeps that particular fixture with an edge
0: and alois um we saw that with arsenal they were picked off by manchester united leaving gaps um with their even though they do try to press high sometimes if if you don't press high with intensity you get picked off and a team that's very good at picking teams off with the pace that they have up front with Swan, with uh, Harry Kane, with Richarlison is, uh, is Tottenham. So tactically, is it going to be the same story where Arsenal are going to be found wanting on the counter-attack?
2: Yeah, I think uh, they, need, they need to press uh, very, very tight. You know, uh, uh, Chelsea did well against, uh, against Arsenal, I thought, and uh, the tactic was to, to close down Song because she is the usually is the outlet. Yeah. So when they are pressing, just make sure that someone is sticking on song so that they don't hit you on the counter attack. The other guys yes, they can, but song is the very dangerous one when it comes to counter attack. So I, 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 think, I think Atita knows that uh, by now so they will try they will try to do that because if they don't press, as you know they don't they don't look as good as well because they want to play more like Manchester City and they need to they need to press, win the ball and and, and keep and keep moving. They are not a team that can sit back because well, they've got youngsters that have got energy. They if they sit back, they're actually allowing Tottenham to come. I still believe that they need to press. All they need to do is to make sure that spares don't come out of their on a counter, they need yeah. to press them so that they can come out. At least, if they can come slowly, on a build-up, it's better for them. They can retreat, retreat slowly. But once they let in one pass to go behind them, or Son to get hold of it and run with it, because he is the one who can actually run with it. So they need to. That's that's
0: what they need to stop. For me, I think that's the, that's how it's gonna work. Yeah, and Chris, the talk with the uh, Spurs, especially, has been that of squad rotation and um, just um, piggybacking off says, What what Alu says, they, they've got those two breaks. in in midfield with um, um, Hoi and um, Benton Co now if they are to win the ball in deep areas they are quite capable of hitting those runners and some people are saying that maybe Kuliseski may have been a better fit to play this game but he's not going to be available through injury and they've got Son and we saw what Son did in the last game around so how do you see them breaking apart Arsenal in this game?
4: It's, it's such a tricky one. And I think especially tricky at the moment for Tottenham when you look at the number of players that are missing. Uh, you mentioned Kulusevski there. Also taking a look at, for example, um, the goalkeeper, Hugo Lloris, Withdrew from France duty with a thigh injury. Not very sure if he's going to be um, yeah, in that could match. Be could be a doubt as well. Um, Fraser is on standby. But you know, when you come into these matches, you want your number one goalkeeper, which they don't have access to at the moment. Ben Davis out with a knee injury. Lucas Mora, tendon, um, fit and available there. So it's. It's going to be an interesting lineup, um, I think, for Tottenham when they're taking a look at how to break an Arsenal side that, for me, has only been found wanting this season in a couple of games. The rest of the games, I think we've seen good balance in that squad in terms of their defence and their attacks. So, fingers crossed. But I think of both teams, Tottenham's got a bit more work to do here. I don't want to hear any explanation. I just want a <laughs> prediction. <laughs>
0: All right, we'll start with you, Simba.
3: 3 2 to the Arsenal. Okay. Cool.
0: Alois, I'm giving it 2-1 to Arsenal. Okay. Yeah, I'm with Alois two one to Arsenal. I actually think it's gonna be a 1-0 draw. 1-0 <laughs> draw? One so that's going to be the big game out in the Premier League. Then there's a tiny little game. It's going to be. Uh, <laughs> <I try. laughs> so two bitter rivals with a taste of victory's lock horns and Sunday's Manchester derby at the Etihad Stadium as Manchester City play host to Man United. And the Red Devils they've not been in Premier League action since they beat the Arsenal 3-1 uh, on the 4th of September. Of course, they had that um, Europa League tie and Pep Guardiola. They were not 3 0 winners in their last game. Before the international break, now football pundit Jason Candy. Now he believes Manchester United have a fair chance of beating Manchester City in the derby. Man United have got a chance. This is a different Manchester United. Look, City going to overwhelming favours, understandably so. Yeah, they do. They're at home. Um, but if you look back at the record of uh, of late, in the last four or five, and since Pep's been there, Pep's been turned over a couple of times. Only always you to seem to get the better in at City. It seemed to be the other way round. Pep used to turn up. And Old Trafford Seem to pick up more points From memory I think the Manchester United Can go into this now Feeling that they can actually Give Man City a game So can they give Manchester City a game Simba?
3: Absolutely Uh, Jason points to That era where It was We couldn't understand How Ole kept doing it. (laughs)
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) And then it became a bit more apparent that I I think it's because City likes to play, like Alos has mentioned, from the back and all of that. Once you hit them on the break, they're not quite quick in terms of recovering and chasing. And one of the guys that kept doing that and successfully saw Was Marcus Rashford Marcus Rashford has just recently been named um, The player of the month He's got an injury doubt But if he plays to the same sort of ability That he played under Ole Then yes, that's where the chance then comes in And then there's the unknown quantity of Anthony Joining the squad and still, obviously Pep would have done his homework And they've done the video analysis But it seems as though Manchester United now have now A few more pieces of um, uncertainty And the bench has also been strengthened We still have Scott McTominay starting Casemiro hasn't actually played So we're not really frightful Before it always used to be On our best day and then you hope for Manchester City To actually play badly Right now the chances are much higher Although definitely Manchester City are favourites
0: Alois, Manchester City have got that goal scoring machine Playing Holland, and this time he's going to be up against uh, Lissandro Martinez. And a lot of people have been pointing to the height disparity, but we all. We all but there isn't just one defender in the yeah, backline. Thank you. We have, <laughs> Rafael Veran could also be providing cover, but how do United deal with Holland? I don't know I, I don't know I don't know how to
2: deal With True. Holland At the the moment You see the problem With Holland is that He can go He can come deep He can get the ball You can give him A a, a bad ball Up in the air He'll fight for it He'll get it You know You can give him A 50-50 ball He'll bump your defender Off and you 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 collect it. You 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 cross the ball. He makes those runs, difficult runs to yeah. to mark. You know, you know he is very cunning. He pretends like he doesn't want. He doesn't want. Then he just takes off. Pumps. He order, Exactly. So he is danger. I don't know. For me, really, I don't know how to how, how to do it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe if if they were there were somebody like Dumisani who's somewhere oh. there, who can get, yeah, just to man <laughs> I think that's the only way to do it. You know, to just disturb him. If you're trying to run, frustrate him, pull his jersey when the referee is not... I don't know. what You need to play dirty. I think they need to play dirty on him. Dirty not as in kicking him, but to just frustrate him, you know, just making sure he doesn't uh, get the ball. Some people will say, I don't don't let... The, uh, close the supply line. People think that it's only De Bruyne. There are too many supply lines Absolutely. there from from, from from Man City. It's difficult. But for me, what I, I would want to see is uh, him, okay, him he's my fantasy captain as well, so,
1: well, I, I wouldn't mind him That's scoring a hat trick.
2: So I want, I, I want, I want Manchester United to go out and score to go all out and score goals. Maybe win four two or four three or something. He can mm. score the two goals, but Manchester United <laughs> still wins the match.
0: Okay. <laughs> Chris, I know that you're a Manchester United fan, chin. but put your Manchester I'm a City. Palace fan, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're putting your, your Manchester City pundit hat on, mm-hmm. they've got, uh, they've showed some defensive. Um, say, yes, we we'll use that word. <laughs> and um, But they're welcoming back P.A. I'm, um, I'm saying Pierre Merrick, but I mean Emerick uh, Laporte. <laughs> yeah. They're, But we also understand that John Stones could be missing in this game. So defensively, with those weaknesses, how do you see this one then panning out with a team that has certainly looked like it can pick you off on the counter-attack with uh, the form that Sancho and Rashford have been in lately?
4: I think Sancho and Rashford's form is one thing. But I think what we'll always see from Manchester City... No, but we see it when it's not a derby I think when it comes to the <laughs> Manchester derby Everything just kind of gets thrown up in the air Because we've seen those defensive frailties Especially in these derbies Whether it's this season, previous season When they've got all of their def- uh, their, their best defensive uh, players When they're all fit and healthy We've seen the frailties and I think it is that counter-attack that we talked about. Um, I think we talked about with Arsenal. But I think Manchester United, the way they've been playing recently, it's truthfully a bit of Ole ball, just polished up. (laughs) It looks much, much better and we do play on the counter. So I think that might disturb Manchester City a little bit. And without their best defensive pairing, it might look a little bit shaky for them. And I think that's the opportunity for Manchester United. I don't think that when you're taking a look at this matchup that there's any other sort of weaknesses that we can really take a look at when it comes to City right. so, so, so
2: basically Ole was not that bad
3: yeah
2: you <laughs> the just derby, to yes. in the derby no, yes no. then you but played then the other thing,
0: thing. we well. are <laughs> running out of time so quickly <laughs> I need your predictions before we head out Alois um, 2-1 uh, to, to Manchester
4: United Chris this is my heart 2-1 um, City Simba
3: 3-2 City Alright
0: That's very interesting And you rest of Your prediction Nice
4: try
0: I'm going to go for A uh, 3-1 win For Manchester City Alright, and your rest of your Premier League fixtures, Bournemouth uh, will be taking on Brentford. Crystal Palace face uh, Chelsea. This will be Graham Porter's first game for Chelsea in the Premier League. Fulham against uh, Newcastle United. Brighton will be away at Liverpool. Southampton against Everton. West Ham versus Wolves. Leeds against Aston Villa. And Then, of course, the two derbies. Arsenal versus Tottenham in the North London derby. And then the Manchester City and Manchester United at the Etihad in the Manchester derby. Your key games out of Syria, it's Napoli against Torino. Empoli versus AC Milan, Atalanta versus Fiorentina, Juventus versus um, Bologna. I'll come back to the last big one because I want to get your thoughts on that quickly. But in the Bundesliga, Eintracht Frankfurt versus Union Berlin. I'll be Leipzig, Boca, Borussia Dortmund will be away at Köln and Bayern Munich versus Bayer Leverkusen get the action started tonight in La Liga. Real Madrid taking on a surprise team of the season. Osasuna were currently fifth. Sevilla against Atletico Madrid. Barcelona will be away at Mallorca and then Espanyol against Valencia. Inter versus Roma will be the other standout fixture across all European leagues. Simba. How do you see this one uh, panning out? Inter Milan stuttering a little bit and Roma wanting to make a shake of it this season.
3: The tightest league in all of the top five leagues. I think this is going to be a draw. All
0: right. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Just like that, we'll run out of, clean out of time. It's actually 7 o'clock and we should be out of here. We'll be back on Monday for ZFM Sport on a Monday. Don't miss it. For now, have a pleasant evening.
3: Nice messy is the cleanest
0: of clean finishers and the best on the planet the biggest sports stories chelsea the uefa champions league winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such,
1: such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on.
2: Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport, it's CFM sport. On ZFM
4: Stereo, my station, your station. Hi, this is Mike and You can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station. ZFM, we are Z-Team on ZFM Sport.
2: Z.